Mike Chick, one, two, one, two. Mike Chick, one, two, one, two. Welcome to it. Ah, I know you missed me, me. Just say it. I know you missed me. I missed you too. But guess what? I'm back. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. Back to reality. things to talk about short episode but um yeah i was away for some time had a nasty accident terrible terrible um you know i i'm one of those person who's been advocating for um things like um safety and all that and i always always try to maintain the safety aspect in everything that i do right and um I'm always saying things like 50% of accidents happen in the house. So, you know, you are careful with this. And, you know, when you've got kids around the house, you're watching them, watching everything they do. So I've been really careful. But this fateful day, a beautiful Sunday afternoon, had dinner with the kids, just chilling, you know, had the nice, big, juicy mango in the fridge. And I'm like, man, nothing completes a good day than a good mango. You know, it's African, African in me just couldn't resist it. And then on top of that, there was a brand new knife that I just acquired. And uh, just, just to let everyone know out there, um, combination of knife and mangoes is a terrible decision. So anyway, I got a brand new MasterChef knife. It's one of those fancy MasterChef knives. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a test drive through the mango. And it did exactly that. This thing went through the mango, straight to my fingers, chopped up, not off, but sliced, a major slice of one of my, my pinky finger actually, cut a few tendons, a bit of nerve damage, I actually, um, uh, not really nerve damage, but I cut one of my 
nerves blood everywhere in front of the kids man kids were shocked but i jumped into my um first aid uh, mode got a towel wrapped it around washed it off blood everywhere man i got a round towel wrapped it around put my hand up called 911 put everything together grabbed my wallet grabbed a few couple of things that i needed 10 minutes later man the paramedics arrived the guy came up tapped me up temporal bandage uh jumped into an ambulance shoop, straight to the hospital first time in i don't know how many years man touch wood got there i thought it was just one you know a simple slice they're gonna put bandage and all that maybe seal it up with a bit of glue and release me back to the wild side man turned out it was more than i thought had to bring two nurses to come and sort of stop them when they took off the bandage the blood just shot up in the air so they had to get me straight into emergency first they had stopped the bleeding so they basically injected anesthesia right onto the finger and then the nurse had to find the nerve that was like cut and splashing blood and he had to she actually kudos to this lady she was really really you know i was in pain but then excruciating pain never felt this pain before so anyway they stopped the bleeding then um uh, apparently it was in the evening it was about seven o'clock at night now i got to the hospital at seven and i only got to see the specialist about 11. so they said well we don't have the surgeons and all that so you're gonna have to stay over so spent the night in hospital um next morning another nurse came through uh with like six seven specialists they came through had to look at the hand had to take me through x-ray blah 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 procedure 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 anyway uh to cut a short story short <laughs> to make a long story less long had surgery on my pinky finger a couple of stitches i think probably like 15 and um yeah i had to stay at the hospital for a short while but uh by afternoon i was good to go they let me out and they gave me six weeks no heavy lifting nothing so i haven't been using my left arm for over six weeks now so i'm just easing into recovery just doing a bit of small exercises here i'm telling you 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 you, you we, we take our bodies for granted sometimes because you don't know the most powerful finger on your hand is that little tiny thing right there. The pinky finger controls all these other guys. I never I thought, all right, the thumb, thumb does its thing, but man, a grip is not a grip without that little pinky finger there, man. And we take these small little things for granted. But I had to learn the hard way. So I had a splint, still got it actually. So I'm just easing out of it, doing a little bit of, you know, because I couldn't stretch my arm. I had to keep it in a, in a curved motion so that I don't pull, pull back and, you know, cause more damage. It was, it was stupid. But then again, stupid tend to serious. And that's why we started the show with... To life, back to reality. <laughs> it was back to life, man. A lot of reality checks. And when you are home for six weeks, 
you're not used to being home all the time. Yeah, you sit there, you reflect on so many things, your brain goes numb sometimes. And I had podcasters block. I just couldn't do it. I had nothing to say. I couldn't even connect my setup. I'll just look at my laptop most of the time, look at the equipment, and like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. Try to touch this, touch that. Most of the equipment that I have in here, need tiny little uh, cables that you need to plug here and plug there, and it just couldn't happen. And uh, unfortunately, I just shelved everything, and I said, you know what? Let me concentrate on the recovery process, and we'll podcast later. Yeah, I didn't want to splash. All right. Get it okay few things to talk about last time i was here the world was okay here in uh western australia we're still under lockdown zero covid then now we are talking how many let me let me check i think we've got over ten thousand cases so and growing because we finally opened to the rest of the world on the third of march i think so far there's been like three to four thousand cases daily and growing so it's one of those where you're just waiting for covid to enter your household there's been a couple of scares here my kids were um, asked to leave school last week there was a kid who tested positive so as we speak right now what's today yeah we've got five thousand uh new cases and the active cases total number is at 27,000. So last last time last year this time we were at zero. But um, really there's no way to keep this thing away and uh, yeah it's here. We have five cases in ICU. Um, prayers, thoughts and prayers to all and uh, only 112 cases in the hospital. Thoughts and prayers to all those as well and their families. Hopefully everyone pulls through. So it's here. We managed to invade it. We managed to keep it at bay, but unfortunately, it's here. Um, probably, maybe the only thing that's um, the positive out of here is at least by now, a lot of people have le- have become a bit comfortable with wearing masks daily on a daily basis. And uh, for me, I rarely go into public places. I've, I'm just like that. I've stopped. You know, I've I've, I've sort of minimize my movements i go to like three four places that i can really trace if in case something happens so i've sort of drawn a map of places that i frequent and i've reduced those places to maybe four so work maybe school and then grocery shopping and then home haven't been to a pub in a long time no clubbing none of that comfortable where i am with a bastard finger. All right. <laughs> Last time we were here, like I said, the world was different. Now there's war. And with these wars, I'm sure you've seen on your socials, people complaining about fuel prices going up. And um, it's not a joke. I was talking to a petrol attendant the other day, and I, was, I just sort of put in a small complaint. It's like, dude, this fuel is, is, is going on the up. And he says, nah, this is not the end. By next week, it's gonna double what you're paying for right now and i got i got thinking i was like why 
or have the fuel prices all of a sudden gone up? Because, um, of course, the war is between Russia and um, Ukraine. But uh, I don't think, I don't know how much of the world supply, oil supply that Russia supplies, because the sanctions have been pulled on Russia. So obviously they are not exporting anything. But you, you'd think that most of the, the, the oil in the world comes from um, other places. I mean, we've got the Saudi Arabia, we've got America. So that should not affect the prices, should it? I mean, it's 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 um it's one of those questions that need to be asked. And why are the prices going now when the oil that you have in the pump coming out of the pump right now was bought on an old price? I don't understand how they just hike the prices within a minute. But then when everything reverts back to normal, it takes weeks for them and then they will trickle down the reductions so it's 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 frustrating being especially if you're just a general citizen because governments keep doing this shit to us that we don't understand and we keep suffering all the time it's us who suffer our salaries have never been increased for years you still get paid the same shit that used to get paid 10 years ago but the fuel that you paid for 10 years ago now has quadrupled. And it's, 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 it's a frustration that I've had a few friends, you know, we chat here and they're like, man, sorry, dude, I can't come and check you out. You know, yesterday I was uh, talking to a friend of mine who usually um, fills his tank on a Monday or on a Tuesday. And it usually costs him like $100 to fill up his tank. And now he was at the at the at the at the service station the other day filling up. And as soon as the the, the amount went above hundred, he stopped because I mean that's his budget. And he looked at the tank; it was only three quarters. So now we have to start cut cost cutting cost cutting measures because uh, you just can't afford it. So you have to find other, you know, you minimize other things in, in, in your life to bring, to get yourself that full tank. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. None of us ask for this, but unfortunately the world, I mean, these politicians, man, they, they don't give a shit because this has nothing to do with the actual people of Ukraine or the actual people of Russia or for the whole world for that matter. But guess what? Everyone is suffering because one or two selfish individuals just can't keep it to them to themselves. I don't I don't really get it. And all of us, we the people, the majority, and we just watch and let this shit happen. It's been happening for years and it's still happening. One man would cause a war, the rest of the world suffers. I don't get it. I, I sit sometimes, especially especially now that I've been a loafer. I thought about it and I'm thinking, why? You know, why am I suffering? Because I've got nothing. Absolutely. Why are you, why is your pocket hurting? Because especially if you are in Africa, man, far away from fucking Ukraine, we've got nothing, absolutely nothing to do with Russia. But then somehow every simple thing that happens in the Western world trickles down to us and, and you know, and our politicians, you have to ask the African politicians, what's your stance on all this? What's your end game? Because you can't keep suffering when, when, when all these so-called superpowers, when they fuck their shit up, 
you get to be. We, we need to come up with solutions where if they fuck their shit up, that's their shit. Sorry, I don't mean to, to come out a bit sensitive, you know, prayers, thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine, but I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about like the two politicians involved in this scenario. And we get to feel the pinch of their issues when we're not directly involved. It's young people, children, and women who die when these two people who are going back and forth, they're, they're safe. You know, I saw um, hospitals being bombed. Man, I, I, want, I want to live in a world free of such evil men like Putin and them. I know some people support him, I know that, but... Just, we want a world where we need a different kind of leaders. I'm sick and tired of these leaders. All of them. All of them, they are the same. I mean, any of these old men above 60 or whatever who are in politics now, they all think the same. We need we need young, fresh, new minds. If, if my kids are going to be safe, I think young people, it's time we took over. We need to bring in the no-war policy. These people have still got old-fashioned thinking where any disagreement we have to send troops in there you know we, we still have the same can you imagine the same shit used to happen in the 80s is still happening now what's wrong with just dialogue just sit down and chat and, and the funny thing is they're the same people just sit down and say dude look listen let's work this out you don't have to man come on man i, I fear for my kids because i went through this shit and my kids are gonna go through this shit all because of what because of dumbass politicians just we suffer because we want somebody to run their our affairs for us and when they can't do it what do they do they fuck shit up and we suffer some more i mean i'm i'm personally sick and tired man sick and tired i don't know if this is the new walk me <laughs> fucking up my zen me but man deep down it pisses me off that Innocent people have to die all the time because politicians can't sit down and handle their business man to man. If you want the two of you, president of whatever and a president or whatever, if you can't get along, duel, get a swords and whatever, do it. The two of you don't involve the rest of the world in your bullshit. Oh, man. Ah, all right. And then you start seeing shit like, you know, um, people saying they're shocked about the war. They're shocked to see, let me just say, they're shocked to see a European white person seeking asylum, being a refugee in another country because you've associated the word refugee with maybe black people and brown people, my Arab brothers and, and sisters. So to see a white person seeking asylum and being called a refugee, a lot of some of these media companies couldn't even believe it. Oh, this, this can't be happening here. And then it gives you a perspective of how far we have not come. This is 2022. You'd think the whole racial situation would have been sorted by now. I hate to go back and talk about racism all the time, blah, 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 blah. I know it, get, it bores a lot of people. But then you can't, you can't ignore it because it still keeps happening. What I saw is pure racist behavior where these privileged people 
are used to seeing other countries suffering, going through war and, and refugees and all that, that when it happened in their own backyard, they couldn't believe it. It's all sad that even the Prince of Wales, Prince William, said the similar thing. He was like, oh, my children have never been used to war and all that. Man, you know, it's subtle racism still. It's still there. We, we keep going two steps forwards, ten steps back. And every time, and, and when, when situations like this happen, you have to sit down and look at the underlying issues, man. And then you see black people being stopped uh, from leaving the Ukraine. The Ukraine, you want to feel sorry for everyone that's having issues there, but we're being forced to pick sides. When I see my brothers and sisters, I've, I've got friends studying in the Ukraine and they got stopped, Bush told them you can't get on the train. And, and it, it really um, makes you have a different perspective on the world. You, you, you sit down and you're like, man, the world hasn't changed. It's never changed. It's always been the same. We smile at each other, but deep down, we don't love each other. And that's just facts. Let's not, in fact, let's, it, the, the, the more we accept that, maybe the better it will be. But it's so obvious Africans around the world get to be ill-treated all the time. There's a simple situation. And that was terrible, terrible. It was sad to see because some of those people have been living in that country for years, contributing to the, to the economy of that country. They pay taxes, but boom, simple equations, just add war. And all of a sudden it was, and the racial lines were drawn. No black people on the trains. It's 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 really sad. It really it really makes me feel sad about the 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 world that I'm bringing my children in. You know, it's I don't know how many times I've said the word sad. I didn't want to come here and and be on a sad note because I, I'm happy. You know, I'm feeling good, you know, after all that happened. But then again, some of these conversations pop up and, you know, well, hopefully for humanity's sake, we spread the love, man. Spread the love. Nobody wins in the war. Nobody wins, you know. So I don't know, man. I don't know. We, we really, as general population citizens, we really need to sit down and think of some of these people we are putting in power. Really think about it. Because it's been a constant years, I'm talking years, generation of generation. Every politician you put into power, similar thing, man. Similar thing. Very, you can count my fingers, some of the politicians who are at least okay. Most of them are the same. Man. I don't know what happens. I don't know. don't have answers for you. But anyway uh in my days of doing jack shit i didn't even have time to do any research on anything watching i've been consuming a lot of media stuff and it just gets you more and more confused <laughs> because you have so much time on your hand you're just flicking through posts websites and all that tv but I've, it seems like when you are at work 
or you're doing something busy there's always a nice tv show that you want to catch up but you don't have the time now that i have the time man it's so boring i can't watch anything you know there's nothing to watch so i'm watching a bit of sport watching a bit of basketball that's fine because i don't watch soccer so i stopped watching soccer way back so thanks to me and um yeah man it's just crazy you can't seem to get any if anyone got suggestions there please let me know i think the past six weeks i think the only good show that i've watched well i've got i've just gone back now i'm watching some star trek picard season one and two i think it's on uh, amazon prime that's all right you never go wrong with star trek but um i haven't watched a decent movie decent i haven't watched a decent movie i can't even speak for shit now i've i've you sort of lose your communication skills as well because i haven't been besides my family i haven't been talking to a lot of people as i usually do so i'm losing my social skills it's funny six weeks and i've just become the most boring human being you've ever met in your life can't even tell a decent joke man Shit. so anyway uh, i've been watching a bit of star trek um did i watch any interesting tv show lately yeah i think i ah inventing anna that's the the story about this the scam girl and um i think i spoke about that on social media so i won't get into that but if you if you like stories about online scamming and all that it's worth the watch i know a lot of people were saying she's a scam artist whatever, whatever but i thought no 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 this is just one girl who decided to take on the banks well they take they they, they take us for granted all the time so she just decided to use her wits and try to get a loan. And she almost succeeded. And I wish deep down she had succeeded because banks rip off people all the time. And this girl was able to figure out that some of these bank managers, some of these rich people just like to associate themselves with pizzazz or, you know, flashing lights. And she was almost, she almost got there, you know. And then there's the other one, um... Tinder Swindler. I, when I'm when I'm watching TV shows or documentaries, I love documentaries. I don't usually watch for what it's being portrayed. I like to think of the the alternative stories in there. And when I watched the Tinder Swindler, it was kind of sad. I know the ladies were being scammed and all that, but one of the things I took away from both of these shows is how easy it is for certain people. If you live in the Western world and you've tried a credit card, you know it's not the easiest thing to do. You know, you need your credit ratings and all this, probably all around the world. But the way these girls in that swindler dog, documentary, not dog, the way they were getting these credit cards, man, I was like, what? American Express sending credit cards without proper checks. And I'm thinking, man, is this a privilege or what's going on here? But yeah, you, you need to ask some of these questions then. And some of the ladies in there, you meet a guy, a stranger, first night at a hotel. And you get it on. The next day he invites you over and you jump on the plane and go. We hear stories of people being kidnapped and it's sad. But then you watch that and you're thinking, girl, 
What are you doing? Man. You know, sometimes you just want <laughs> you want to watch something uplifting and then the, the algorithm throws some shit to make you go down more. I sat and I'm thinking, this is really some bullshit, man. But anyway, just so glad to be back. That's, that's just a bonus episode. So before I go, I just want to touch on a little thing that I saw. I think it's 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 trending recently. I think Kim Kardashian said something like, uh, "There's too many lazy people." I'm not I'm not saying exactly what she said, but similar those lines. I think she was saying that people need to work hard, they need to get off their ass, and all that. And I'm thinking, you are a rich girl. You started off rich, and saying things like that, you're throwing it to people. There are people out here who got three, four jobs, just trying to end meets. They work day in, day out, looking for that lucky break. You've got everything lined up for you, and what? And this is what I hate about rich people. Sometimes, not all rich people, some rich people. You know when you are. When when you start thinking people are lazy because they are poor, that, then there's an issue there because nobody chose to be born poor, and people some people really work hard and they just can't get the, to get their ends meet, not for for their fault, but because the system is designed to that. It's designed for most of us to just work our ass off. The lucky ones, like the Kim ones, where your the father was a was a a uh, lawyer she managed to get a, a leg up so she was living in those beverly hills she associated herself with the rich people it's not that she hustled her way to get the money that she have right now maybe she has here and there but she had one leg up she had a bit of a push now the rest of us don't have that privilege we have to figure this shit out and we struggle through life pushing, working, being ripped off, being, you know, you try your life. Some people end up dying without even making a million dollars. Now, when you start shitting down on all these people, then, then there's a problem there. And that's the sad situation because privilege makes you think that person out there is, is poor because he doesn't try too hard. You don't even know the people's story. So I thought... That was a, uh, and it happens in society. Kim just happened to amplify it, but there are people like that in everyday life who think once they they get an opportunity, they start getting a bit of money. They think the other people are just lazy, you know. Sad, sad mentality. And we need. I don't know if we're gonna get to a position where human beings would just start respecting people for being human beings. Regardless of how much money you have, how much money you don't have, just respect a person first for being a person. For me, that's always been my, my, my thing. I've, I know people from all walks of life. I know rich bastards. I know rich good people. I know poor people, middle class, everything. But I just respect all of them as human beings because at the end of the day, that's all you have. You're just yourself. The money just it's a it's a value added item, but it should not consume or overrule your 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 your, your who you are. So if we get to a point where we just start respecting people for just being people, look over what they have or what they don't have. 
because that's just when we die we go back with not even with our pockets we just go back in a box boom the nail that's why way back it used to be even sad because once you die they'll put you the coffin and they'll put nails on it pop 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 done you're gone now people can afford to buy expensive caskets and all that bullshit. But then you're dead. People say, rest in peace. They're crying and whatever. You're gone. And everything that you had, you know, nothing. Why? So make the best of, of it. Right. Try to be a nice person while you're on earth. You know, do your best. Respect human beings because when you die, it's the human beings that are going to take you to the, like your last resting place, as they call it. But man, there is such a thing as evil anyway in the world. So we need we need some sometimes these evil people they're they're there for a reason. But um, yeah, man, we need to treat each other with respect. Staying at home for a long time has taught me a lot about human beings. You you get to think beyond your thinking capacity, and I've I'm gonna come out of this a different human being. The podcast going forward is going to be very different. I can guarantee you that. Still going to be me. Probably more. I don't know if I'm going to be talking more shit or less shit. That's up to how I, I survive through this injury journey. But uh, it's going to go on. It's going to continue. Yeah, we, we we got more content coming. I've reached out to a few people. I've got a few interviews left out. I know most of you tell me, Slim, we don't care about the interviews, man. Just tell us what's happening. Tell us the TV shows you're watching. But once in a while, it's just good to have a conversation, a different perspective with somebody. So, yeah, we are back. Back to life. Back to reality. And, uh, yeah, so I was just... That was just a tidbit. A titty bitty just to announce my welcome and just to let people know why i've been away so thank you very much for your patience i know you miss me and i miss you too and i know you've been waiting for the day and that day is today slave is back see ya